New Age of Influence Show, Episode 48, Invited Talk, My Speech at Rush Medical Center, Chicago. Welcome to the New Age of Influence podcast with your host, best-selling author, speaker, and the business owner, Mac Utput. The show designed for the aspiring entrepreneurs and business owners succeed in business and life and take inspired actions where we cover practical tips and strategies around building your brand, marketing, mindset, personal excellence, and more. Most of you, so it's been a pleasure and privilege uh, to be here. Earlier today, I got a chance to meet with Dr. Rob. Uh, it was the very first time uh, I got a chance to shake his hands and understand his mindset, his thought process. So I was totally blown away uh, in terms of uh, his futuristic thought processes, what he's trying to bring to the medical community and what he's trying to achieve. So we did talk about uh, co-authoring uh, one book. Uh, I fortunately have a great deal of experience writing best-selling books which is what, what I'm going to talk about a little bit with a, a focus on healthcare. So uh, thank you everyone again. So, and before I start, I have my deepest respects for all of you for being here and for choosing medical profession because I know it takes a whole lot. My wife is a doctor, so I know it is not easy. It takes a lot of hard work, commitment, passion uh, to make a difference in other people's lives. So be kudos to all of you. So. All of us have stories, right? I have a story, you have a story, and that signifies who we are. And our experiences continue to shape uh, uh, what we have become and what we are becoming. So in case of my story, uh, I hail from small town in India. Uh, I grew up in uh, uh, Mumbai, a small town, which is right next to the third largest slum in the world. And uh, I knew what it felt to be an outcast, to be denied, to be ignored. Uh, I lived in a 300 square feet apartment uh, uh, with my grandma, my parents, my two elder brothers. Uh, I was never the tallest dude, uh, not the fastest kid on the block. But everything in life, right, when you, when you take a look back, right, little by little everything adds up. And that is how it allowed me to broaden my perspective towards how I treat people, how I respect them, how I look at life, success, and failure, right? Uh, so I came here to do my master's uh, with a big leap of uh, aspiration. So I completed my master's in computer science. My first job was with IBM, and then I steadily rose to the corporate ranks. Uh, and then uh, I thought I was doing well. Uh, and little did I realize that my job got affected. So I was pretty much cushioned in. Uh, I had like steady paycheck coming in. Uh, I thought I was on the top of the world. I led multinational projects. I had people reporting into me. And I'm not telling this to brag you, but many a times life throws you curveballs. And this was one of those curveballs that life had thrown at me. And I decided, uh, should I go back to the workforce or should I do something else? Uh, and the last thing I didn't want, uh, I wanted to have is regrets. When I become 75 year or 80 year old dude, when I look back, and when my 80 year old dude tells me that, hey man, uh, life gave you opportunity, but you didn't act on that, you know? So there were no guarantees. So I decided to plunge, I decided to jump in. I went back to the drawing board, and then I steadily built my online brand, my personal platform. And I learned from the best of the best. Uh, 
and as people started uh, approaching me, uh, my friends started approaching me, uh, I thought it is time to take it to the next level. So uh, as I was on my personal journey, right, uh, I got a chance to uh, share book space uh, with uh, luminary CIOs such as Facebook CIO, Team Campos, uh, Pizza Hut's uh, CIO, Brian Concourse, and many other luminary CIOs where we uh, created one uh, CIO handbook book with a focus on people, technology, processes. Uh, so that was a best practices approach where all of us uh, shared uh, some of the best lessons learned. Later on, I got a chance to uh, uh, co-author a book with uh, world-renowned uh, personal success expert Brian Tracy. That book became bestseller. So everything little by little started happening for me. And then as I was on my journey, uh, it planted a seed in my mind that, hey, why don't I write my own book where I can become a medium so that other businesses, other startups, other professionals who are perhaps in the same boat, they can uh, learn from whatever the mistake that I've made. So that is how this book was born. Uh, I describe uh, a five-step approach. Even if you don't have any social media presence, if you follow this definitive five-step approach, you can go from point A to point B. Uh, so this is what this book is all about. And uh, coming, so Dr. Rab, uh, Hitesh, uh, Rajesh, we spoke earlier today, we had a great time. Uh, and he has uh, asked me to talk about a couple of things in terms of digital business, digital transformation, with a context that we on uh, healthcare. So that is, that is what I'm going to touch upon. But it is very big shoes for me to fill in. I can tell you that after hearing Dr. Rab, uh, I'm totally blown away in terms of his vision, uh, his expertise, his depth of knowledge. Uh, so I'm going to, I feel like I may be preaching to the choir uh, in many ways, but I'm going to give my two cents. Uh, so when you took, take a look at the big picture, right, uh, we find that uh, we are living in unprecedented time, right? Uh, Internet is hardly 20 years old, but it has shattered all the barriers. Uh, if you talk about the social media, it has broken all the barriers, it has broken all the rules. So what I mean by that, right? So race, gender, demographics, salary, title, geography, uh, are no barriers anymore for anyone to succeed. Uh, if you have a vision, if you have a passion, then you can create your own platform, uh, you can create your own uh, robust online persona and you can become a medium where other people can uh, essentially benefit from that uh, uh, so today when you take a look at companies like airbnb netflix uber apple the reason we are getting attracted to that them is because they are offering us a lot of convenience uh, at, uh, in addition to the quality and seamless richer experience right uh, so healthcare industry, I believe, is not different. It is going through massive disruption, just like many other industries. So however you can catch the attention of your uh, end users, in, in these cases, your patients, your providers, your clinicians, uh, if you can create that kind of uh, sustainable advantage, it will give you a very good unfair advantage. Uh, so when, when I take a look at digital transformation, right, it, to me it boils down into two areas. Number one is external facing aspect, where, where we find all these emergence of technologies, standards, processes, right, uh, and how you can connect with your uh, external uh, facing vendors, business partners, 
patients, clinicians, providers, uh, insurers, you name it, right? Uh, and then there's an internal uh, facing aspect, which is how you can make your organization better and effective. And when I say the technologies, I mean basically uh, your social media, mobility, big data, uh, predictive analytics, your targeted therapies, EMR, uh, blockchain, AI, predictive analytics, uh, the list goes on and on. And of course, the cybersecurity as well, right? So there are these two aspects, but uh, experts are right now predicting that uh, uh, the concept of smart hospitals is very much on the horizon. And by 2020, we can see many hospitals implementing that concept. Uh, it is not uh, far away from reality. And then with a visionary like uh, Dr. Raab, I'm sure I think it is right around the corner for definitely for Rush, I can tell you that. Uh, so when you apply, right, when you apply a digital transformation to a vertical like uh, healthcare, we find that uh, uh, rising healthcare costs uh, have created massive expectations for patients towards the healthcare providers. And today's patient community is very much information savvy. They do a lot of online research. Uh, they have many social media touch points that they try to kind of check you out. Uh, they use multiple devices. Uh, so when they actually pick and choose particular healthcare provider or a doctor or a hospital, they have done a lot of lot amount of research. So it is very important nowadays that you have to win the trust of your patient community and you need to keep on sustaining that. Uh, we are also finding that uh, the relationship management right, with the patient is becoming more and more critical, more and more important. So when the patient comes to the ho hospitals, you can definitely create some kind of relationship, affinity, uh, great bonding. But that bonding has to get extended to the online world uh, where in, within their own comforts uh, of time in their home on weekends or weeknights, they should be able to get educated. They should be able to, uh, as a hospital or as a healthcare provider, you should be able to provide them immense value, uh, immense educational content. That way they can register you as their buddy. You know, uh, So that is another thing that we are saying. So uh, as we fast forward, right, we are also finding that uh, uh, the emergence of uh, uh, high volumes of data that is kind of getting generated from uh, key data sources such as EMR, your genomic data, your phenomic data, your mobile centric apps, right? It is creating like a perfect storm for predictive analytics. And we are finding there are many examples out there right now. So you take Google's Deep Mind, you can take IBM's Oncology, uh, IBM's Watson for Oncology. You can take uh, Boston Hospital's uh, many projects where they are working on the radiolo radiology partnership with uh, GE, uh, where they are scanning irregularities of uh, images uh, using uh, the scans and whatnot. So oncology, dermatology, radiology have become perfect uh, candidates uh, for predictive analytics, AI. So uh, future is just exploding right now. Um, as I kind of close my thoughts, right, I would say uh, from the branding perspective, that was one of the aspects that uh, Dr. Rab asked me to kind of focus on, which is what I'll focus on. Uh, so from elevating Rush's brand, uh, Rush's uh, online media presence, uh, I think path to purchase, right? Uh, so patient community does lo a lot of online research. 
so it is very important uh, for rush to kind of map out patient journey for example which devices which social media channels they are interacting with and come up with a holistic view of that journey map before they come to the hospital so the more you know about that the more it is going to be effective for you to kind of factor that into the equation when you apply the holistic view of patient coming from emergence of all these uh, data sources that we are talking about emr uh, patient data genomic data and whatnot when those two ends meet coming from the back end and coming from the front end it is going to be a perfect marriage uh, also second thing i would like to talk about is uh, rush uh, as a brand should highly focus on the lead generation capability the crm system the segmentation because these systems nowadays allow you to kind of uh, create targeted messages so for example you can write targeted branding messages to go after a patients who are suffering from the kidney disease versus patient uh, who are suffering from the osteoporosis so this is how the technology can work uh, hand in hand with the business uh, that is the second one and the third point that i would like to talk about is uh, from the branding perspective it is vital uh, that rush should em employ some kind of content experience content strategy content delivery in such a way that uh, it it can provide immense value to the patient community i talked about uh, uh, becoming a body <coughs> right so this content management content experience is going to allow you to kind of reach to that field and finally i would say that uh, digital to me right digital transformation uh, is really like a marathon so tomorrow if you want to run the marathon you are bound to fail if you if you don't have that stamina if you if you are not really worked at it uh, so the key to win the marathon is doing 2 to 5 miles every day building your stamina and then uh, kind of try to become good at by running 21 miles 23 miles right so that is to me the digital transformation i believe rush is in great hands with dr rab and all the phenomenal leadership like you so thank you very much thank you for having me here uh, it's a pleasure privilege uh, and uh, i cannot ask for more so thank you hitesh for thank organizing you. everything because thank, uh, thank you thank you thank you thanks for listening to the new age of influence show it's been a pleasure to have you if you enjoyed listening to this podcast don't forget to subscribe and also share it with your friends and family If you want to learn more about what we talked today or need any kind of done for you services, visit our website at www.macarandoodpot.com or connect with us on social media.